Welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, aka the architect, aka Ra, God of the Sun, accompanied by Daniel, the madman, Papa Sun Killer, Rosado. How's it going, Dan? It's going great, Eslam. It's going great. In this episode, people are going to hear us talk about what happened and didn't happen at EA Play. <laughs> We're going to talk about our favorite games from the Gorilla Collective gorilla detective collective <laughs> and we're going to talk about the possible price leaks and rumors for the ps5 and the xbox series x damn straight so sit back relax while we whisper that sweet sweet wisdom in your ears music you are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. Yeah, and that's why Batman had to bitch slap him. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking powder and backhand that shit. (laughs) I can picture it. Yeah. So what's what's going on with you? What's new? Uh, Nothing much, man. I finally beat Arkham Asylum. Jumped straight into Arkham City. Mm -hmm. So we getting lit. That's three games so far I beat this summer. There you go. I'm working on my fourth, and I'm going to catch up. Not really. Never. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so recap that's the last one was star wars jedi fallen order before yes. that was mass, uh, effect? mass effect yeah okay and now it's arkham asylum yes nice. arkham city will be beaten soon enough there you go jump on to arkham knight and then maybe by that time ghost of the shima will be out and i can start playing it ghost of sushima <laughs> yeah yeah ghost of the shima ghost <clears throat> well that's my hood version okay damn are you playing on the GameCast? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm playing on the GameCast. Oh man! But yeah, I'm gonna so so Ghost Ghost of Shima. Can't wait to play that. And mm-hmm. then I have my other five games. I'm gonna jump on on PS4. Mm-hmm. I might leave the Xbox One like for a while while I play those games. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That's how it always starts. <clears throat> That's how it starts. That's how it starts. It's like, you know, I'm going to play these PlayStation games for a little bit. And then the Xbox is like, wait a minute. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I still have um, Monster Hunter on uh, Xbox. That I'm still playing frequently. Mm-hmm. That's become my like weekend game. So I've been, I've been playing it every weekend. And I'm actually like, I, I thought I... When I first started jumping back and forth between, like, Monster Hunter and then, like, at the time. <clears throat> Arkham. Uh, no, not Arkham. Uh, Star, Wars. Star Wars. I was having issues. Like, I thought I, I got worse. But then, like, I got, like, I guess my brain got used to it. And then when I got back, I actually got better in Monster Hunter yeah. just from playing, like, other video games. But, yeah. Um, let's start out with some uh, some gaming news. Yeah. Let's do it. What you got? Sad. Sad news. But expected. 
Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh. CD project. CD project. Read the uh, company that's working on the game. They put out a statement. It was basically, "Hey, we know that you're upset. We're sorry that we're delaying the game. But if you've ever played any of our games before, you know that." we want to put out the best possible product and i've said it before that's one of those things where it's like when a video game gets delayed yeah it sucks but hey it's not getting delayed for nothing yeah you know you know it's gonna come it, it's like when last of us 2 got delayed and i've been playing the game it's amazing i'm glad it got delayed that little bit helped so yeah, it's like sure. it's the same thing or it's like you do what you got to do take as much time as you need but you know just hopefully it comes out uh, but no, nah, man, it, it got delayed. It sucks. They did say that the game is kind of done where it's just like they're, they just have to like touch some stuff up where it's like, it, they said it's playable from like beginning to end. There's like missions, stuff like that. I don't know about the beginning of that part, but there's missions and everything like that. And they just kind of have to touch up on some things and then we're going to be good to go. So, uh, I'm trying to look up the exact date. To see if they gave us one because I think it was originally supposed to be in September. Right now it's November nineteenth. That's what it is, November nineteenth, which is interesting because that's more or less got to be around the time we're getting the PS Five and the Xbox Series X. Nice, yeah. So that's um, actually pretty good. Yeah, but uh, that's coming out on uh, old gen, right? Or is that new gen? It's coming out on the current gen, mm -hmm. but they did make a statement when Xbox announced. Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, Jesus Christ. The the thing with the whole that they're gonna have. I can't believe I forgot what it's called. Uh, the thing where they're gonna have like you could buy your old game, and it's playable on the next console. Yeah. Um, which is I'm totally blanking on right now. But CD Projekt Red said that they're gonna be one of the games that supports that. So once you buy it, let's say you buy it for the Xbox One, you don't have to purchase it again for Series X. You already got the game. Yeah. So they're going to do that. Um, I don't know if that's going to be available the day it comes out. I think you might have to give them some time to work on that, but it's going to be there. So, yeah, especially which is a great been thing. Delayed a couple times. Yeah, which is a great thing for consumers. You don't have to worry about buying a game twice. And like I said, CD Projekt Red is one of those companies that they kind of like always looked out for the people. So it's like they're the ones that gave you a thank you note in The Witcher Three. Nice. Where it's like when you open up the box, it's like, hey, thank you for buying the game. Here's some free stuff. Yeah, speaking of Witcher 3, I was going to ask if... Because it's on Game Pass. I was going to ask if I should play it or not. 100%. Um, Witcher 3 is a great game. I've never gotten to finish it because it is huge. It is... I guess overwhelming. Um, it's not that... I'm talking about story-wise. Do I need 1 and 2 to play 3? It's like... No. Um, okay. I mean diehards are going to say yes i have one and two on pc believe it or not um i never mess too much with it just because i don't like pc i don't like controls especially a game like that um but witcher 3 from what i have played they kind of just they tell you more or less what you need to know i mean if you know? anything i can just go watch like gameplay or um story yeah. like um cut scenes yeah, of one and two get the gist of the story yeah, because you have uh, what's her, what's what's her name the Siri, the, uh, not Siri, the the one with the black hair, um, uh, Yennefer. Yennefer, I think Yennefer. This is her first appearance in the games. 
Um, she's one of the people, I, unless I'm mistaken, I could be very wrong about this. She's just discussed about in parts one and two, mm-hmm. and then she's actually a, a major focus in uh, three, from what I've seen, from as far as I've gone. The thing with The Witcher 3, and <laughs> a couple people have, have said this as well, is they have this game called Gwent. It's a card game in there. Yeah. And CD Projekt Red did such a good, go- good, good job with this game that's like, every time, I've started The Witcher 3 about eight times. And every time you get to the part where it's like this guy teaches you how to play Gwent, and then you go from different cities and towns and you can play Gwent, all I do is play Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good game. It's just like, you know what? I, can, I need to go out and I need to figure out how to take out this griffin, but I just got this new Gwent card. <laughs> yeah. I want to I see how, how I can run this with my deck and see how it works. But um, All right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it and, um, well, I'll just well, Game Pass, download yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh try to play before they take it off but mass effect came back on game pass so nice because they t- took it off at some point and oh, uh, mass effects and be coming up later in this episode <laughs> no <Aww. laughs> <laughs> god damn it had yeah. my hopes up you son of a bitch yeah um well, we all did yeah <laughs> what so, else um that's that's all i got cyberpunk is delayed um, I did, I actually I was looking for the date. I completely forgot. Oh no, November nineteenth. I said it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's getting delayed. Hopefully, it's good. I know they got to work on some things. They want to make Keanu Reeves look like Keanu Reeves. So do what you got to do. All right. Well, hey, Bill and Ted. Capture technology is only getting better, so it shouldn't be that. Well, I mean, it's probably I mean, that's very not the difficult. reason. That I just said that, but okay. Oh. <laughs> PS Five. Um. Oh. We have some rumors and leaks that came through via Amazon mm. uh, for the price-wise. Um, Amazon. You know, don't know how accurate this is, but it seems pretty accurate to what everybody was kind of um, guessing the price range of uh, the PS5 was. So the PS5, people are thinking uh, from the leak is going to be four ninety nine, ninety nine, and then the PS5 All Digital Edition will be four forty nine ninety nine, so mm. that's uh fifty dollar difference mm. so you know i don't like that i don't like that did it's, you want it to be like a hundred dollar difference nah it's it's one of those things i don't like it's it's just a weird preference i guess it's a weird thing i don't want to see a console end on a on a 50 i don't know what it is it's like i'll go to the store but like sir take this extra fifty dollars Maybe they did it so that people could be like, "Why get the all edition if I yeah, all it's have only to fifty do- bucks more." I know <laughs> exactly. that's exactly why they're doing it. I get yeah. it, but it just kills me that like that secondary console changed everything. It's like people had these opinions on what the price is going to be, this, that, and the other, and myself included. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the secondary console came out. I was like, "Man, no, that changed. That changed." the entire spectrum of what's going on with the ps5 yeah i remember you had completely like you <clears throat> first guessed four three three ninety nine ninety nine yeah and then they started talking about the prices and i was like i could see it being five but then i kept thinking i was like all right if it's gonna be if it's gonna bump up it's got it, it, they ha- they're gonna have to wait for what xbox is gonna do because like we knew that there were gonna be two xboxes that's yeah. the thing it's like everybody was thinking it's like one playstation two xboxes and um, I was like, all right, so they're gonna PlayStation's gonna try hit that middle ground, and then now that PlayStation's like, no, we we're gonna show off our Lockhart before Xbox does. I was yeah. like, oh man, like PlayStation just 
the swinging. It's funny. But, <laughs> it's, it's funny if Xbox comes out with like, now nah, we got three. <laughs> um, but speaking of Lockhart, there was also another leak that I saw today, um, or rumor yeah. about what the Lockhart. Uh, this was a a fan rendering, I'm sure, because it, the Lockhart was like half the size of the the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. So it was it's the same exact thing, just Smaller. half the size. Right, because it's all digital, and you yeah. probably just needed uh, just hard drive space. You don't need the uh, the disk drive. Mm-hmm. So you know they it's uh, everything squished down. You know, same controller, everything, and they were saying half the price of the Series X. So if the Series X comes out at three ninety nine ninety nine, that lock card is gonna be one ninety nine ninety nine, and Oh, there's no way Series X is coming at 399 though. Yeah. Um yeah. so even let's say it comes out at 500 also. Yeah. That minimal. means that <laughs> yeah. yeah. That means that if it's if if they're going to keep if the rumor is true and that the Lockhart is going to be half the price uh, and it comes out at 250 I think that's going to beat the PlayStation's digital edition. I think what what people do because that's the first thing I thought of is like oh yeah. I'll get the PlayStation, and then I'll get the Lockhart, mm-hmm. if it's half the price because then I can mm-hmm. just I'm not gonna play that many games on Xbox. Mm-hmm. There's not that many exclusives for me to get. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the games that are coming out are gonna be coming out on both, so mm-hmm. I can just buy most of them for PlayStation. And the games that are exclusive that I want to play on the Xbox, I can just get for that small thing yeah. um at half the price um that's for that's how i thought about it yeah you yeah, know the thing is with um they because like i said uh everybody's pretty sure that there is a lockhart there's still no 100 percent confirmation that xbox has a secondary console yeah we're all pretty sure of it and th- it's interesting because sony and microsoft are both have secondary consoles for two separate reasons um the thing is playstation i think is exactly what you said if it is fifty dollars difference or a hundred dollars difference whatever it is it's just like all right i'm already spending this much and the better version or let not better but like the disc version is going to be just this much more why not just spend that a little bit more to get it xbox i feel like is coming at it from a different way it's just like listen we know that chances are you're going to want a playstation but we want you to get our thing too. Unless you're a diehard a diehard Xbox fan, then you're gonna buy our big Series X. But if we have this at a much cheaper price, you could get us. We could get in your pocket there too. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. That's that's the way they're coming at it. It's just like we know that you're gonna spend a lot of money either on our Series X or on PlayStation Five, whether it's the digital or the regular. But if you have a little bit extra saved over, we got this over here for yeah, you. Yeah. That's and it's it's real interesting how they're they have and a, I think, a similar thing but two different approaches. And I think if they come out, if Lockhart comes out as half the price, that's an incentive for parents Absolutely. to go like, hey, like this thing is two fifty, and this one is five hundred. I'm getting this one for you. But you know no, what I mean. Yeah. And I'm talking about like younger kids, not like teenagers where they yeah, can yeah, yeah. like argue back and whatever not, not argue back like i mean you know plead their case of yeah, yeah, yeah. why this is a little kid this. a little kid is just happy to get a video game exactly a video game console especially a new one and it's just like my only thing though is how much is the nintendo switch 300 all right so i don't see this xbox 
personally, I don't see it being cheaper than the, than a Switch, it even could, if it's the digital. It could come out at the same price. I would say it would have it would match it. Yeah, because it's one of those things where it's <clears> like they could try to go cheaper than the Nintendo Switch, but because you have that same parent, yeah, they want to get the cheaper one. But then you look at okay, what games are out there? You look at the family friendly, the colorful, the Nintendo stuff. Then you look at Xbox and they got like Halo and Gears of War, and <laughs> all these other things. It's like, no, I want my kid to just do this. And let's say it is to two fifty. It's like it's only fifty bucks more. Yeah, let me just get the Switch instead. Yeah, you know, or get the Switch Lite, which is cheaper, right? So, yeah, pretty much. So it's it's still it's 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 a weird it's a weird spot that uh, Xbox is in. Um, it's funny because like it almost seemed like when there was rumored to be only one playstation in the wild everyone's just like all right we kind of know what xbox is gonna do it's like here's your expensive one here's your cheap one you're good yeah, and yeah. then playstation's like nah guess what guys <laughs> and then it just changed like i said it changed everything so do you think i, I understand the whole 50 dollars more yeah but with getting the xbox let's say the xbox lockhart comes out at 250 mm-hmm it it is fifty dollars more to get the Switch, mm-hmm. but you get more with the Xbox, with Game Pass, right? Yeah, you have access to way more things. Now I understand about the family friendly and everything, but it's like yeah, you can buy me this for fifty dollars more, mm-hmm. but then each game is sixty bucks and they never get cheaper. Or you have to imagine the parent ain't gonna know that. No, but if if I'm a kid and I want the Xbox more than the the Nintendo, yeah, and my parents are like, no, you're getting the Nintendo because we mm-hmm. like this more. This is the argument I'm come with. Right? Okay, you're gonna you're gonna give me this, but each game is sixty bucks. Yeah, right. Where I can Usually, get yeah yeah right. Um, any game you want to play on the Nintendo is gonna be most likely sixty bucks. Like your Mario's, like your Zelda, the bigger yeah Nintendo games, yeah. Or you can get me this Xbox thing for fifty dollars less. Give me that fifty dollars you would have paid there, and Game I can Pass. get six months of like Game Pass yeah. with online for fifteen dollars a month, and then I can pay for that with my allowance. Yeah, from chores I can do or whatnot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's how I would do it if that's the pricing thing. Yeah, if no, I was a younger kid, because I can get Game Pass and I, I, you don't even need to buy me games most of the time. Yeah. I can just get them from there, and then every once in a while I can buy a game. No, you're that's one hundred percent a possibility. But I got to imagine from the parents' perspective, it's just like, all right, most people have more than one kid. Here's the Nintendo Switch. It's for both of you because it comes with two controllers. Oh, you don't want to. You want to take it with you. You're being annoying in the car in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Here's your Nintendo Switch. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff like that because it's portable. Because you can have multiple people playing on it, and you know it's just like instead of having to buy a secondary controller for Xbox, Xbox which is going to cost sixty bucks minimum, mm-hmm. and all those things. And yeah, it's going to be cheaper games, one hundred percent. But I don't know. It's like the kids are gonna. Uh, I me being a growing up as a gamer it was yeah i want to obviously don't want to make my parents spend a lot of money but i want the games that are new yeah i don't want a game that's oh it's a lot cheaper because it's been out for a while or it's cheaper because i got it on game pass it's like if i'm a big xbox fan i want halo the day halo drops which is going to be 60 yeah you know if, if by the time the halo goes a little bit cheaper if they you know not counting game pass there's going to be something else. There's going to be the new Gears of War. There's going to be the new Forza. There's going to be the new something. That's my only thing with that. But 
No, you definitely make a valid point. Yeah, but their parents, if if they if they're not gamers and they don't know better, you can convince them that way, and then you're gonna end up screwing them anyways with. Well, it all depends. Games. It all depends on the kid. It all depends on how how sneaky this kid can be. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm picturing a dumb little kid. Yeah, that's. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're <laughs> not that a dumb, dumb now, kid. bro. They're pretty smart. No, no. They're they're dumb in no, no. in like social aspects, but like they're pretty smart when they want something. When it comes to saving money. They're, they ain't smart. No, of course not. Who was when but, they were? But that that's young? what. I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, do you really think a kid's gonna be like, all right? So I'll this game pass. Like, they're not gonna look into game. Like, game pass is something that I feel like kids don't aren't even aware of. Well, that's why they listen to this podcast, so they know. Little kids out there just listen. This is the little smart guys. Like, if you want to trick your parents into getting to the right <laughs> console, listen to this podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh man! Oh, that's great. But no, it's um, like I said, it's just, it's very interesting. Um, yeah, there's a lot of going the, on. the speculation on price alone just gives yeah. you so many scenarios to yeah. play with. Um, I, I actually wanted to ask how you felt about it because me, I've I like video games and the industry and everything, and you not, you're playing more games now, but you're not a gamer gamer. Like, I, I was just curious, like how does this is you're watching a launch generation like yeah. in detail how is this to you so here's the thing one thing that you were 100 percent right about is that getting a new generation is getting a new interface mm-hmm. right yeah. because i don't know if you said this or rusty said this or, or i saw it on an article if you're getting if xbox series x is launching with the same interface as xbox one then you're just getting a souped-up Xbox point? One, yeah. right? So if that's the case, Xbox is going to be hurting a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, like before I saw what the PlayStation looked like or whatnot, I decided that I was going to get a PlayStation because of the, the exclusives. Yep. And I haven't had a PlayStation since PS2. Yeah. Right? And, I, and, I, and I've... And that's the first, like, console I played. Well, not the first, but first console I played on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my first one was Atari mm-hmm. um, back in Egypt. But, um, but yeah, so it's just like that. And then, yeah, now I'm looking forward to the interface. Um, I'm looking forward to, like, the new gen games. Yeah. And it's just I got to think about how many games I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I, I I don't think it's gonna be that much, especially if life gets back to normal and yeah, I have absolutely. two jobs again. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna have time. It's gonna it. be maybe on the weekends if I have the time, right? Yeah. Um, and that means it's gonna be all digital editions all the time, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just gonna save me money in upfront. Absolutely. And then the only thing that it might hurt me later is the down the road. But again, I don't think I'll, I'll have this issue is the space. Yeah. But then again, Which isn't even all that complicated. Uninstall, install. Yeah. Um, so, but then again, I was like, okay, maybe if because I ordered, I pre-ordered the, the special edition for Ghost of Tsushima. And that comes with the steel case book, um, steel book case. I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy that. And that and not necessarily meaning am I going to want that for 
like the big games that I'm gonna like mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. So am I gonna be buying that? Then I go buy the digital. It's like, how's that gonna work? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting thing to go buy. And if it's only fifty dollars more, then it's just like it's fifty dollars more, right? Yeah. That's again, that's the psychology where they get you, and it's yeah. perfect, right? Because if it's a hundred dollars, you're like a hundred dollars is a lot. Yeah. Right. That's a game and a half. Yeah. Um, well, the higher up you go, in number wise, hundred dollars starts becoming less. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's if it's something that like if you're gonna spend a hundred dollars on something. Then you have to spend two hundred. It's like, man, that's a whole another hundred dollars. If you're buying something that's at nine hundred, and it's only a thousand, and like, and then you this other item's a thousand, it's a little bit better. Like, I'm already spending nine hundred. Yeah, only that's true. More. That's so the true. higher up you go, yeah. and I feel like I feel like if something like five hundred to six hundred is kind of right there. It's like you have to imagine you've been saving up. That's like you don't have another hundred saved up. Like you're already there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the higher up you go, that that number increases. As how that, much more that, you're yes, to spend. that is very true. You know? Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I gotta yeah. I gotta see what the Xbox is doing. And I, I gotta see the details of what the um <clears throat> the all digital edition, how much space is gonna come with. Um I, I don't know if there's gonna be multiple like when you buy that, is there gonna be like two tiers of that too? Well, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Before um before that PlayStation event and they showed off the whole, you know, they they revealed the second console. There was a rumor that went out, man, maybe like 5 days tops before that thing dropped and they were talking about how PlayStation was going to have two SKUs. There was going to be some type of secondary um PlayStation something. And uh everyone's just like, "Oh, they're going to have this is like the two terabyte version. Here's the one terabyte version or something like that. That's what everybody thought it was going to be. So like right off the bat, people were already getting prepared for that, like in terms of like uh, hard drive, hard drive space. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is something cheaper. But then again, when it came to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, there was 500 gigabyte consoles. I don't yeah. think there was anything else when it launched um, that that's all it was. And then but that was back then, that. and I know now and the then, yeah. Especially at that time, people learned real quick. Especially me, when I learned real quick, I was like, 500 gigs is nothing." That's about five games if you're lucky. Yeah, and then the games I like to play are like Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. You can't keep Witcher Three on a 500 gigabyte console. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like that game took up almost in my entire hard drive. Damn, was it was big? just like. It felt like it because I I had only bought like a few games I remember and Witcher Three was one of them and it was like Witcher Three Dragon Age Inquisition which is another huge long it's like I had like three games that were just like massive games I was like yeah. that's it I got I didn't have space I think to keep all three games on there yeah um and yeah it's just people learned like okay hard drive space is gonna mean something very important going forward now also the thing with me is. When the when the system launches, mm-hmm. I don't know how many games I, I'm. It's gonna launch with that I'm gonna want to play right away. Yeah. So I've already decided that I'm not gonna buy the system when it launches. Yeah, it's smart. I'm gonna buy it in 2022. Because I feel like 20 the, it's the intelligent thing to do. Honestly. The end of 2021, beginning of 2022 is when a lot of like the big name games and like the cool games are gonna be coming out. Yep um so i'm just like all right i'll wait then because then they're gonna be releasing like the 
upgraded like systems with like maybe higher drives and thing like that for maybe around the same price or fifty dollars more a hundred dollars more you know what i mean and then they'll they'll work out by that time they'll have worked out all the bugs and stuff and um so that's my plan i'm i'm going to get it but it's going to be in 2022 so it's funny because i've had i've had a few people talk to me in the past like couple weeks that they know i like gaming they're like hey i was thinking about getting the uh, ps4 but i heard the ps5 is coming out it's like what do you think i should do i was like and i'll tell people it's like it depends on your situation but i was like in terms of the ps5 if the smart thing to do is wait um wait get it later on they're like what do you do i was like i'm gonna buy the day it comes out <laughs> yeah but my situation is different I was like yeah it was <laughs> like it was like i'm gonna go there i was like i'm gonna beta test it for you that's what i'm gonna do it's like i'm gonna go out there I'm going to see everything that's wrong with it. I'm your I'm gonna, first I'm, responder. Yeah, I'm going to have to live with that. <laughs> and then by the time you jump in, you're good. You get all the good stuff. I'm the one dealing with all the headache. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's that's I'm doing that for you. Yeah, so that's that's my plan. Um, yeah. And, and thank God, because I thought Ghost of Tsushima was coming out for the new gen, not current. And that that was like, I was like, all right, I, I'm going to buy the new gen when it comes out. But then yeah. I was like, oh, it's coming on PS4? Oh, fuck the new gen. <laughs> so I got, because I got Ghost of Tsushima and then five games I want to play yeah. on the PS4. And if everything gets back to normal within the next couple of months, it's going to take me that two years to get yeah. through these five games. As, as those games in particular. Um, yeah. I mean, I ran through some of them pretty quickly, but... I know you like to take your time with them and they're story focused, which means that, well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's longer, but some of them are open world, which yeah. makes them longer. Especially um, for me. Cause I like to explore a lot. So yeah. Oh man. I've been doing that in last of us too. I normally don't explore last of us too makes me want to run around and explore. And it's not an open, it's open world in the sense that not even i was gonna say the closest thing i could think of would be like arkham asylum that you would know mm-hmm. where it's like it's open but it's not yeah yeah but it's not even that arkham asylum is more open than this game oh wow okay um, like i said because yeah, you have linear, the whole island it's a linear game yeah because yeah. you have the whole island all the buildings and you can go yeah. to any of the buildings at any time yeah. you're not for any for anybody listening who's played um uncharted lost legacy there's a part of the game that kind of feels like that where it's like it's it's open in an in, in enclosed space, if that makes sense. <laughs> and then there's other parts where it's like, that was just for a section. Now I'm back on like the <clears> linear <throat> track, which I don't know. It, it all depends. I like changing it up. I like the different styles. Yeah, I, I was fine with it because, I mean, Jedi Fallen Order was a little open world, but not that much. And you had yeah, the linear the, story and the map was linear as well. No matter where you went, you still ended up in the same place. Yep. You had shortcuts and stuff and like you had that. And you had the Metroidvania <clears throat> aspect of it where it's just like you could get up to a certain point. Uh-huh. Let me get some new abilities and go back. Yeah. And that makes it even feel more open. Yeah. Because of that. So, all right. Uh, enough about that. Let's jump into EA Play. Uh, the event that happened when uh thursday 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 um which is the 18th june 18th um so ea play uh introduced to us 10 games not all new um maybe like one new <laughs> i think all I'm, the rest hey man, are like I, I didn't take notes because it was ea play uh, two 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 new, maybe maybe all three right. all right I'll, I'll tell you if they're so new. so in the 10 games i I'll, I'll name them all right now and then dan and i will go back and talk about them yep. for a little bit so in order the way they showed them was uh rocket arena 
uh, Lost in Random, FIFA 21, and Madden 21. Um, uh, it Takes Two, Squad, uh, Star Wars Squadron, uh, Command and Conquer, Need for Speed Heat, Apex Legends, and then Burnout Paradise uh, Remastered. So, obviously, everybody knows what FIFA and Madden are. They're, you know, your typical sports game with updated graphics, updated uh, rosters. Um, Maybe Madden has a couple of new plays. Um, Same with FIFA. I never really played a FIFA game. I know you enjoy them. FIFA games are great. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot eventually. But, you know, I've always been bad at those. So, I've always wanted to play football again, so... But you know, I haven't played a football game since fucking. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. You should wait a long. You should wait a little bit longer. Shit, I, I gave you too much of a beat, and you ain't ready to come back. <laughs> God damn it! Blitz yeah, so um, Rocket Arena. Um, yeah. that's it's, it's fucking Fortnite. You know what I mean? It had the Fortnite stylings of it. Yeah, it's it's another one of your esports like competitive games that I can see on. People yep. making teams, making money. Very popular. Very yeah. popular. People oh, I'm like sure. I'm, um, not a, I'm not a fan personally, but hey, man, go out there. It, EA, you know how we say Nintendo's going to Nintendo? Yeah. And we all know what that means? Yep. EA, EAs. You know what I'm saying? And what <laughs> EA does is they're just like, we're trying to make that money. Yeah. We will sell our souls to anything, you know, just to make that money. And... That's what they put. They love doing microtransactions, which upset people. They've learned to dial back because people finally started saying, like, hey, you suck. Stop. And EA got tired of winning the World's Worst Company award multiple times. And they legitimately were winning an award for the World's Worst Company. Yeah, yeah. Like, that happened a few years in a row. Damn. And I was just like, yeah, EA had to do something about it. And then it's weird because they was like, here's some weird microtransactions. Here's some stuff. We're trying to take your money. But here's Mass Effect. And now we're going to try to take your money and all this other stuff. Here's Dragon Age, though. Here's Jedi Fallen Order. Like, they come out with these every once in a while. They hit you with something great. And then it's like, but we're going to steal your money over here. You want to play that FIFA? Here, get that Ultimate Team. Give me, like, $1,000 per day. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Um, So, you had Burnout Paradise as a racing game remastered. Never heard of it before. It's a it's a very much beloved racing game. Yeah. Uh, people uh, people that I know that have played Burnout love it. Like they they it, they give it so much praise. Me not caring about cars or racing, not really interested. But it's nice to see that uh, people that are a big fan of a series gets to have that series come back. You know, and then there's other people <laughs> who like Mass Effect <laughs> who don't. Yeah, I know. Um, God, I really hope they are remastering that shit. So I'm going can... to get into it right now. So everybody was assuming one of the biggest things they were going to talk about yeah. was like, oh, we're getting it. This is it. EA is going to deliver. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even mention it. Nope. Didn't even mention it. Not even a picture. Not even an N7. Now, if they did it, if they did an N7 and didn't talk about it, the world would have ended. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many angry Mass Effect fans out there already. You can't make them angry. <laughs> Oh man, um, Apex Legends. Yeah, um, that was also part of our next thing we're gonna talk about with mm-hmm. the Gorilla Collective. Um, no, no, huh? 
Nah, the Apex was not on the Gorilla Collective. No way. Oh, sorry. No, it was. Uh, I watched them back to back. So yeah, nah. Sorry, it's all. Yeah, so Apex Legends was their big thing was they're going on. Uh, they're doing the uh, crossplay, cross platform, and they're also coming to the Switch and PC, yep. um, Steam, and I forgot the other one um, for PC. Uh, probably um, Epic Game Store. Yeah, most likely. So you got those six platforms, two or five. I mean, you, you want to talk about Fortnite? Make that's what Apex is. No, Apex yeah, is the same I, exact yeah, game, exactly. um, minus the building. Um, hey, it's great that it's crossplay. It's a kind of about time EA, but hey, it is what it is. It's crossplay. Enjoy. Like you Have said, EA is gonna EA. EA is gonna EA. Um, Command and Conquer, another remastered game of old. Um, I I didn't. It was there. Yeah, I didn't care much. <laughs> For those of you who like it, good for you. Where's my Mass Effect? <laughs> uh, it Takes Two? Yes. Now, now with It Takes Two, yeah. I cannot remember the names, the gentleman's name right now, but uh, Joseph something. Sorry. Don't curse at me. But this man, <laughs> had, over the years, I, I've just seen him blossom into becoming one of the most entertaining uh, uh, video game personalities there is. Uh, it, and they mentioned where he said uh, F the Oscars at, yes. at the Game Awards oh, like two years the, ago. The Lebanese guy. Yes. Yeah. My man, that man is just entertaining. Yeah. He is yeah. just entertaining. He uh, and that I don't know. I'm sure you didn't see it, but that game, that Game Awards that year, uh-huh. he was on stage with Jeff Keighley. This man was drunk. He was obviously drunk. <laughs> He's like, can I curse? Can I curse? He was yeah. like, oh yeah, sure. F the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> And it was funny because Greg Miller, when they jumped back to him, he was like, yeah, he just the Oscars. Yeah, just jumped right back into it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Greg for hosting. Yeah. Um, but no, man. And he made this game. Uh, they talked about it. Um, which, I man, I'm blanking on names today. But uh, he's uh, Smart Delivery is the name of the old Xbox thing that I couldn't remember before. So in about 15 minutes, I'll remember the name of this. Um, no, it's called A Way Out. A Way Out, where it's two people that are trying to break out of prison. It's uh Rudy and I played it. Uh, Rudy got that platinum trophy and never helped me get mine. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, he just tried to help me, and I kept saying, "I'm not in the mood to play. It's on me." But uh, it, the, he made it was a great game, real cool concept where it's it's a split screen. Even though you're playing from two separate consoles, if you buy the if one person buys the game, the other person can uh, download it for free so that they could play with uh, with that person who owns the game. It's like they did all these cool things, and that's where EA didn't EA. Because EA went on record saying things like, um, listen, we, we make these games like uh, like an Unraveled or a Way Out, these indie games. And we know that we're not going to make our money back on those games, but that's okay because we make FIFA. Yeah. And we're going to make way too much money off of FIFA so we can afford to support these smaller indie developers. And I was like, you know, EA is just saying the right words, but it, it, I, I am all for it. Yeah. You know, these are indie games that are great, that are going out there, and they're great. So It Takes Two is something I'm very much looking forward to. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how well it does, but A Way Out was great. Um, I believe the one before it was like Two Brothers or Tale of Two Brothers, something like that, was great too. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, this game can do. I don't know. It didn't, uh, it didn't tickle my fancy. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't even remember what the concept was. To be honest with you, it's this just because it was that studio. Parents and she makes these two dolls that come to life, and then well, the parents are getting divorced. I think. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, why did I kill them? I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you killed them. Uh, <laughs> she, she still has them. They're just they, not they're, together. They might as well be dead. Then they're divorced. Oh my God. Jesus. Um, no, I'm just <laughs> don't listen. All the children that are trying to trying to get 
the the stuff for cheap. Don't listen to them if you have divorced parents. <laughs> they're lying. Oh yeah, you ask one for one thing and the other one for the exactly. other. Exactly, that's part of the thing. Yeah, yeah. they're not. They they can't do that. If they're dead. <laughs> um, but, um, so no, yeah, it, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, lost in random. Now the note that I wrote next to this was game, was yeah. Burton. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, this is a very Tim Burton esque uh, game feel. The way the the art style was, how dark it was, and things like that. Um, visually looked cool. Uh, yeah. I've I've honestly not a big fan of like the Tim Burton like claymation movies, just mm-hmm. because I don't like claymation. Mm-hmm. I think the only claymation movie I actually watched and enjoyed was um, James and the Giant Peach. Wow, I forgot that existed, yeah. Um, but I think because I watched it one day when I was super bored and there was nothing on. Mm-hmm. Should have played a video game. Yeah. Um, this was back in the day. Should have played a video game. Yeah. Stand by it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think I had a <laughs> PS2 at the time. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just... Uh, it looks cool and everything, but I, it's not for me. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Then again, didn't take up my fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good at that. Yeah. So, oh yes, before we get to the creme de la creme of this uh, EA Play Live mm-hmm. event, let's talk about Need for Speed Heat. Okay. Yeah. Haven't had a Need for Speed game in my life since Need for Speed Underground Two. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, I like racing games, especially Need for Speed. This one is set in Miami. Um, you know, it feels like it combines a little bit of Need for Speed Underground plus Need for Speed Most Wanted because the police are after you. Uh, it seems like there's a storyline. Um, you know, the police is trying to stop uh, the street racing in Miami and they're coming after you and blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do and how they're going to make a a story out of this and not just like, you know, another racing game where you just race, get money, buy parts and whatnot. Um, But yeah, I haven't played a need for speed in a while and I'm excited, man. I I need, I need a need for speed. I I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to crush your dreams, but I'm going to. So (laughs) almost everything you said, Uh has been said about Need for Speed just about every year for I don't know how many years. Like, oh, here's the new Need for Speed. It looks like they have uh, the underground aspect where the police are coming after you this time, and they're going to try to do a story into it, so I'm curious to see how they're going to you know, make a story game out of a game that's just racing. This has been like every Need for Speed game for the past I don't know how many years, and it never delivers. Um, I don't know. Hopefully this is the one. I used to enjoy Need for Speed 2. I don't like racing games. Need for Speed was the only series that had like a few games that I enjoyed. So I I don't want to hate on Need for Speed. I hope Need for Speed comes back to what it used to be, you know, go back to that prominence that it was. But I feel like they're just taking Need for Speed the movie and making that into a game. That's what they're doing. It's just every time it's just like here's a game that you know, it's not that great, but here you go. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I I hope I hope that uh, well this is I'm coming wrong. out for current gen, right? Yeah. If I honest to God, I could have sworn this game was already out. That's how little I know about what's going on with Need for Speed now. Okay. Um. um but um. Yeah. It's it's gonna be it's it's out for current gen or it's gonna be out for current gen. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna look it up. Check on the date real quick. While you do that, I'm gonna start November. Off. 
eighth, two thousand nineteen. So I think it is up. Need for Speed Heat. I guess it is. That's what I'm saying. It's like the fact that this game is probably out, and I just don't know. Yeah, they added crossplay to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I think that's what the news was. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure the game's already out because oh, it's just that no, it's going to be cheap. So people care so little about. Yeah, it was released on November eighth, two thousand nineteen. Received mixed reviews from critics. It's just, it's the fact that it came out and, like, people just don't care. I care. I care about my need for speed. You didn't even know it was out, and you've been getting into video games. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, <laughs> shows you how much I know. Don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> the next game, Star Wars Squadron. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm going to be bad at it, mm-hmm. but I love it. Uh, I like what I saw today, uh, mm-hmm. how they explain how your squadron is set up with you got your um, like your fighter, your bomber, and your support and all this other stuff. Um, uh, you get to build your crew. Uh, you get to make a character on either side. And I like how the story jumps back and forth between the Empire and the New Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that it's just the, the dogfighting. It's... It's an aspect we've seen in movies, uh, the shows, um, maybe glimpsed at in cutscenes in some of the video games. Nah, dude, they've made full games about this before. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. In Battlefront, I guess? No, even before that. Um, Battlefront added it, but I can't remember the name of the game. But yeah, there was one game that everybody loved. Where it, was just like, it was basically just a dogfighting game, Star Wars. I remember playing it in um, on my N64, too. I had... Uh, Oh, oh, Star way Wars back something. In the day. Yeah, but I mean, I did on the N64. The other one, I'm pretty sure, came later. I can't. I just can't remember what it was called. It was just. Yeah, no, this what is something that's been around. It's just people need to do it. Everything is new to my eyes. I know it's a whole new world to you. It's yeah, great. It's exactly. like you're Bambi. You're learning how to walk. Yeah, I'm out here. I'm Thumper. I'm just like, listen, I'm gonna show you what it's like in these woods. <laughs> <laughs> that's how yeah. I watch, Bambi. <laughs> listen, man, I'm super excited for this game. One yep. of the things I thought about doing is I'm gonna create the same character twice. Mm. So they, so my story that I'm building is that mm-hmm. they're twins that got separated, and now they're fighting for the other side. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna do. Don't steal hey, my goddamn story. That's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna make it. That's gonna make it interesting. That's, yeah. that's gonna make it joyful. What, um, what, do you, are you not interested in this game? No. Um, I'm not necessarily into the dogfighting aspect of Star Wars, even in the movies. So it's just like it's cool. It's there, you mm-hmm. know. Like, but um. I don't know. There's something. There's something about this game because they're talking about when they first showed it off at that reveal trailer. Yeah, it looked like here's a multiplayer game, five v five, and everyone's like, no, no, no. There's a story. There's a story. I was like, yeah, but you, you didn't, you didn't focus on that. And yeah. you know, I'm a story guy. Then we get the EA Play thing, and the guys just like, w- people want to know: Are we gonna have multiplayer or is it gonna be single player? We're gonna have both. I was like, are you? Like, are you really? Or are you gonna have like a Maybe three hours story, and then all you do is input stuff for the multiplayer. And going forward, all you focus on is in the multiplayer. And the story is only played on for like three hours and then never discussed about again. Like you <laughs> did with Battlefront 2. Yeah. So that's the thing where it's just like, listen, I hope, once again, need for speed. I hope I'm wrong. There's one thing that they mentioned there that caught my attention. Two letters. V-R. Yes, I saw that, yeah. So... I was 100% not even going to consider buying this game. It's available on PlayStation VR. Maybe now. Maybe. If I could be in the cockpit and do it, and I'm sure it's not going to run as great as it will normally, 
but that is something that I would find very interesting. So I might try it just for the VR aspect of it, but till then, eh, yeah, not not all that excited. <clears throat> I was so so. This is going to be my first ever dogfighting game, so I'm I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I like the whole strategy things that they showed in the EA Play, mm-hmm. um, where so it's kind of like a chess game. So you, you have your squadrons, you have to. You gotta gotta beat your squadron. You gotta decide whether you're gonna move forward and try to destroy the. You have three tiers, right? You, mm-hmm. you the dog fighting is the first tier, and then the second tier is you gotta destroy the sport ships. Then you gotta destroy the main ship, right? On either side. So you gotta decide whether you're gonna keep moving forward and try to go get the main ship, or if you're gonna double back and protect your own ship at the same time. So I like that aspect of it, and. Um, whether it, it that sounds become, almost exactly like the game I played for N64 that I can't remember. Yeah. So maybe it is the same exact game, just way better graphics and oh, yeah. you know, all that jazz. Visually it looks but, amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. Yeah. See how it goes. Maybe it is only a three hour story and I'll play that three hour story and I'm not gonna play the online games. Yeah. Like the online multiplayer. It's not gonna it's be It's just I, I don't know if you know Overwatch. It looks like it looks like Overwatch, just spaceships or I could see Overwatch the same thing as like a like an Apex, where it's just yeah. like, oh, here's your bombers, here's your fighters, here's your this, that, and the other. Those games do the same thing. Here's your tank, here's your sniper, here's your medic, here's your healer. Yeah, it's the same concept. You're going out there with the team. You have a job to do. You go out, do what you have to do, and you do the mission. Yeah, I just feel like they're gonna. Fo- like I said, I have a whole thing against multiplayer, so it's like I feel like it's just gonna, it's gonna be a multiplayer game with a little bit of single player in there. Yeah, Which I guess I if I'm it wrong. was more of a, um, like, uh, maybe take a, a piece of, like, like Star Wars where, you know, you had to take, you had to destroy this to take the planet or whatnot, and you're going back and forth between the planet and uh, space, mm-hmm. trying, you're, you know, you're destroying this, you got a mission up there, you got a mission down there, and you're playing different characters, right? You're playing yeah. the pilots up there, and then you're playing other people down on the ground, and then maybe you got, like, a story that's interconnected between, like, three different things, and then, you know, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hey, hopefully but, it does well. Hopefully I'm wrong, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, so I think that's all for EA Play. Um. Well, that, like I said, I just want to touch on how they showed... Um, they're right before, I mean, to me, what was the biggest uh, announcement that they say for last was um, that Skate is coming back. Oh, right, yeah. Which is, uh, that was by far the biggest deal this entire conference. Never heard um, of it. Yeah, it's it's a great, it's a, it's a skating video game. Basically, when Tony Hawk Pro Skater kind of just died off and everyone's just like, well, we got nothing. EA was just like, here's Skate. And yeah. Skate became like this great series. People have been w- asking for Skate for I don't know how many years. Since we've been doing the pro- the podcast, I think I predicted Skate 4 every year. <laughs> um, so they finally uh, announced that Skate's coming. It's not coming now. They just started working on it, so it's going to be a couple years from now. Yeah. But um, the fact that that's there, that's a huge deal. And right before that came on, there was a woman whose name I cannot remember. She was talking about a few uh, games that like they're preparing for like next gen. They showed off how they're going to look. They did show off one Bioware game, and everyone, you know, was like, "Oh, Bioware, they make Mass Effect." But they showed <laughs> off this one Bioware game, and it was uh, it was essentially Dragon Age Four, the next Dragon Age. Yeah. Which is, if you can't give us Mass Effect, we'll take Dragon Age because Dragon yeah. Age is still great. 
Um, so it looks like they, that they are working on that, but they've been they've been working on that for a while too. So maybe there were some issues they had to start back up. I don't know. Hopefully it's a great game when it comes out. But uh, overall, this EA thing was just like here's a little bit of Dragon Age. Skate's coming. Yeah. At the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, so let's jump into Gorilla Collective. The Gorilla Collective. So, before we jump into the games, I just want to say how awesome the name is. Oh, yeah. Gorilla Collective. And the, whole, the whole concept, what it's about, everything is Yeah, is so that's awesome. why, I, that's what's, that's what I, that's what I thought about from the name, right? Because yep. Gorilla spelled in the, the art of uh, war type gorillas, yep. not the animal, right? Yeah. So, what that means to me is that these are, so Gorilla Collective is a bunch of indie game companies that came together yeah and whatnot yeah so it's to put me together it's, by the media indie exchange which is always out there trying to help develop uh not develop uh, trying to like get indie games out there yeah also partner with kind of funny who for the past i think year maybe two was doing the kind of funny game showcase where they were showing off indie games they're like hey let's partner up there's no e3 this year let's let's come up with this thing and they came up with gorilla collective and yeah great and, concept and the reason why it's so great, the name is because it's it's these indie guys, the small guys trying to yeah. you know break. They're in. fighting for their spot. Exactly amongst the big titles, you know. Yeah. So it's like you know when you have an uh, overwhelming enemy, you gotta use guerrilla tactics. Yeah. So uh, they were doing that, and then they did a lot about um, the uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. They they yes. talked a decent amount about that too, which I thought was great as well. I think this is the first. Um, I I don't re- exactly remember the others, but I think this is the first um, one where they actually talked about it, like mentioning Black Lives yeah. Matter. I, I I'm pretty sure E3. I mean EA did it at the beginning for sure. Um, it was I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically runs like the video game stuff. Like he he talked about it. Um, I'm I'm think I think PlayStation did as well. It's like they're doing it, like they but not not it. the way not the way Guerrilla Collective did. No, That's no. the difference. Yeah, yeah. The way Guerrilla Co- yeah. Collective talked about it was um, the right way. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the other key- people that were like, "Hey, it's nice that you mentioned it. That's great." But it was it kind of sounded like a lot like, "Here's your PR buzzwords type yes. deal." Guerrilla Collective was like, "No, we're we're gonna be real about this," and I appreciate them for that. But, uh, yeah, so Guerrilla Collective was, like, a three-day event that was going on. There was also uh, events that were partnered up with it. There was the Paradox Insider event. There was the PC Gaming Show. There was the Future Game Show. There was just a lot, a lot, man. And they were showing off close to 90 games total. We ain't talking about all of them. No. <laughs> That's um, too much. At least 45 of them will be uh, available on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that because I I still am a fan of the Switch even though I haven't played it in almost six months. I mean I've been playing um, Golf Story for the third time on my third playthrough of Golf Story. <laughs> Such a good game. <laughs> Such a good yeah, game. Yeah, I t- completely. You know, remember how excited I was for Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there was Pokemon news this week. <laughs> That's how little we care. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I was so excited. Remember how excited oh, I was? Oh man, there's a lot there. We have to. You know what, Islam? I gotta run through it real quick. There's Go a for there's it. a decent amount. All right. There was a big Pokemon uh, event type deal on uh, their main YouTube page. 
uh, this week. I can't believe I forgot this. So, <laughs> for any of you that saw Pokemon's like kind of press conference thing from the Pokemon Company last year, which was hilarious, which is one of the funniest conferences I've ever seen because it was so awkward, so awkward to the point that I have, I've watched that conference on three separate occasions because it makes me laugh. There's one man who shouts out Godzilla in the middle of it for no reason, and they go back to the host who says like, "Well, thank you for promoting a movie that has absolutely nothing to do with Pokemon." <laughs> But anyway, this one, they talk about the different things coming to Pokemon. So, first, it started off big. It started off hot. You know what they started off with, Eslam? Yeah. Pokemon Smile. What is Pokemon Smile? It's a game so you could brush your teeth and catch Pokemon while you do it. It's geared towards children. You get this app on your phone for free. You brush your teeth and a little Pokemon pop up. You have a little Pokemon hat on your head, and then you catch a Pokemon while brushing your teeth. Hilarious. Hilarious. The fact that they started with this was like, we're in for a show. <laughs> They had Pokemon Smile. What else? They showed off... Um, oh, man. I'm trying to save the big one for last. They had Pokemon Smile. They had Pokemon something or other, where it's just like you have to um, do this weird... You, you catch Pokemon in this weird little game with marbles where you zoom around. It was stupid. It was dumb. After that, they revealed Pokemon Snap. It's coming back. Eslam, you ever hear of Pokemon Snap? Nope. Good for you. Pokemon Snap is this game, beloved game, beloved, where you're on this, like, you're on these, um, like, these rails, like, train things, and you're kind of going around, and you're taking pictures of Pokemon. That's the whole game. Wow. That's the whole game. It came out. Pokemon watching game. It came out on N64 and was one of the most talked about, loved Pokemon games in history. I still remember my friend Joey at the time talking about, oh, look at this Ninetales. Look at how majestic it is. I'm like, Joey, I came here to play Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> I'm not trying to look at this Ninetales. So, yeah, people love that game so much. They've been asking for it. They've been clamoring for it. Nintendo's like, well, we're going to Nintendo. Here you go. Pokemon Snap. It's out there. Yeah. And there's supposed to be another Pokemon event happening this week where I'm guessing they're going to talk about the, the new uh, expansions that came out. Yeah. Which came out on the same day as this event that they did not talk about, <laughs> but the the like the armor of Isle, yeah, all that stuff. Whatever, what, something just came out. I forgot I what it is. Had came out already. I don't even know, man. Something came out. Something came out. No, no, you're right. It did come out. It's just they chose not to speak of it. They had to talk about Pokemon Smile. Yeah. Okay. Well, like Nintendo's going Nintendo. Hey, you got to brush them all. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Um, let's get back to Real Collective. Yes. Um, I have a couple games I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. You have a couple games because we're not gonna go through all because yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. three day event. Yeah, um, with a lot of games, a lot of great looking, amazing games. Um, not all of them were for me. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, a lot of them were like arcade type games. Um, I saw I saw one that was like eight bit, and I was like, whoa! I saw one that oh, was a couple, uh, yeah. I saw one that was called 3020, like 30XX. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then uh, that one looked like Mega Man to me. Yeah, 30XX um, looked exactly like Mega Man. Um, so, like, they had a lot of these games with styles of nostalgia. Um, and it was, like, cool and everything, but it was just, like, I'm not into that anymore. Like, I don't, hey, you man, know. There's some great games like that still. No, I'm sure there yeah. is. I'm just saying it's not for me. Oh, um, it's all good. It's all good. But, but yeah, yeah, no, there was there was a lot. Um, so yeah, you wanna you wanna run through yours? Yeah. So Lake. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it, we don't know much about Lake. We don't know much I've, about Lake. 
I think we do. I think we know everything <laughs> about Lake. Um, do we though? Because yeah. it it start the it starts off with a uh, uh, a fucking mail truck, a USPS mm-hmm. mail truck. Yep. Just going around, and then yep. there was this girl, this male lady comes out. She's handing packages, talking to people, mm-hmm. getting back in her truck. You're driving the truck, mm-hmm. you know. And then I was just like, and my thought was, this is Death Stranding mm-hmm. without Kojima. Yeah, this is Death Stranding if everything <clears throat> went right. Yeah. If, if the world didn't end, it's just more of the same. Yeah, it says <laughs> you don't have a baby strapped to you, and you're yeah. not, you know, but you're still delivering packages. Yeah. And it's like a nice place. I don't know where it is. None of the... Yeah. Uh, it's around a lake. It's around a lake. Uh, maybe there's dead bodies. Maybe this is going to end up being a horror Oh, game. no. No, not a, no. That, that's what I'm saying. This is it. You drive around. You deliver packages. You speak to the people. That's, that's the game. You know, I understand... Like uh, games like that are very popular. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Hey man, yeah, it's um, it's but it's, but it looks nice. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's it's almost like you know how people like people watching. Yes, that's what this is. I actually it, like people watching. Yeah, th- that's what this is. Except you're delving deeper. You're getting closer to your lives. Here's this package. What you got in there? What's in that? What's in this box? <laughs> it's none of my business. Okay, well have a nice day, sir. Go to the next one. Here's your package. What do you got? Oh, you can tell me. Oh, they somebody sent you some cookies. Can I get a cookie? Sure. Tell me about your day. <laughs> that's what the game is that's the game do you want to become a mailman danny no i didn't say i'm i'm into it like it, <sighs> it's caught my attention i'm gonna be looking into this i'm gonna look into lake i want to see what comes what comes forward like am i gonna play it probably not that's interesting <laughs> that's an interesting concept uh boyfriend dungeon speak about interesting concepts what drew me to this game uh, again, uh, some of these games I just wrote down because I found very interesting. Doesn't mean I'm going to necessarily get them or play them. Same here. But what was really cool about this game was the like the concept was a little weird, right? It was a little bit of Sims, a little bit of like action adventure, um, and then there's like a, a very heavy sprinkle of millennial life yeah. uh, in this game. And in the sense of, so it's this girl, she's going around, she's beating monsters. Uh, she picks up these different swords that turn into, like, boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, and by boyfriend, it's not necessarily... Um, what Males was, or guys. Yeah, <laughs> right? So it's it could be a girl, it could be um, a, tra- a transgender person. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an option there where you pick your pronouns. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was very cool about this yeah. game. It was very inclusive for the trans community. Yep. And um, I haven't seen a game that included them like that. And yeah, it's not common. No, no uh, you know because um, so it was just it was just very interesting concept, and mm-hmm. you have to like flirt with these like so-called boyfriends slash weapons and then you get upgrades you get different um attacks with them and stuff like that you evolve um and then like i think you go on dates and like it it was just like a a a very weird concept that made sense yeah somehow but yeah it was interesting it's um the game i mean it's not for me um it's i'm not i mean the art style is a little weird it's it kind of it was a it was a, a sim like a simulation type game where it's like you have to have these conversations and chats and stuff like that and it's a, it's a little it's a little weird but at the same time it's just like like I've said multiple times I'm a big fan of 
the video game industry and see where it goes. I love seeing things like this where it's here's a different idea, here's a different concept. Um, there was a game that not too long ago, I can't remember what it was called, but it was um, it was something along the lines of like it was similar in the sense of you. It's about you like walking your dog or something like that. And then you would meet these other people who would have dogs, and then you would try to build relationships. Same thing. You would try to talk to them. You would flirt with them, do all that other stuff. But it was all based on you're walking your dog. You meet someone who yeah. also has a dog. And then that's how you do the thing. And it was like, it's it's once again, it's not for me, but it's it's a cool idea. It's a cool concept where it's like, who who's to say that further down the line, they take some element in that and put that in the next best-selling triple-a game yeah because it came from this it spawned from this so that's why it's like i always love seeing different ideas like that uh, like i love seeing all types of games because you know from from small beginnings comes great things yeah sick parvis magna or whatever this it's called i said seed. all that wrong but this could be the <laughs> seed that grows into uh, a magnificent redwood uh you yeah. know sparking ideas <clears throat> so next game called Night Call. Um, this one is a noir detective yeah. type game. Um, what was what really drew me to this game was the board. Um, yep, had pictures. It has string connecting things, and and it was a big board. There was a lot going on, and it's like um, it's kind of it reminded me a little bit of uh, Telltale's. Okay. Uh, because like it's like a comic book slash you're kind of picking things to do. Um, I don't know how much action is going to be in this, mm-hmm. but it's more of a detective where you gotta like connect the clues, connect the dots, um, solve the thing. Now I wonder if you if the game helps you helps direct you in the right path if or you're kind of you have go- to like straight up do it yourself. Oh yeah, or you I'm, have to yeah, do it I'm yourself, and if you. If you mess up, you just play again, and then you know you yeah. learn from your mistakes. And how's that gonna go? So I'm very interested. This is one of the games I'm actually looking to get. Same here, and it's gonna be out for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Yes. Yeah, so I saved it already on my Switch wish list. Nice. Um, I think that's a fun game I can play on the Switch. Yeah. Same. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this game a lot. What do you got to say about it, Dan? Um, same, same. I saw it. It caught my attention. At first, it kind of looks like you're just a random cab driver, which I'm still not 100% sure if you are or if you aren't, but you are definitely some type of detective or investigator where you're trying to figure out what's going Maybe on. Maybe you're a PI. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's it's set in like a noir setting, which, I mean, it not always works, but when it does, man, it works. You know So I'm saying? Yeah. it's it's It looks like a great game. I'm definitely buying this. Um, comes out on June 24th, so we don't have to wait that long. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um. Next game up is Haven. I found this game interesting um, because of the, the gameplay that they showed, mm-hmm. and it, and the art style kind of reminded me of Zelda, and mm-hmm. it looks like an it looked like an open world. You're kind of like floating around, you're not floating, kind of like flying, but not very high. There's like this. Um, I saw some gameplay, and like there's this red sludge all over the place that you're kind of getting rid of, and then it takes. Um, it kind of corrupts animals and then you have to fight them and once you beat them you kind of get rid of the red sludge and then they turn back to normal and they go away um so it's interesting i'm, I'm curious to see what the red sludge is and um i'm interested to see more gameplay in the future um if it's this is a game of a maybe mm-hmm. um 
it depends on how interesting the story is from yeah. the from more gameplay and more things that are revealed yeah. um that i might get it but it looks it looks cool so far so yeah visually it looked cool um i, I like the art style um it, it it was cool it was a cool looking game but same same as you it's um i might have to see if it, if i hear anything my one thing with indie games and it sucks because this is a mentality i'm trying to get out of but it's kind of just like all right indie games drop pc games too they drop and i feel like if you're good it's sink or swim if you're good you're going to be talked about i'm going to hear about you if i hear about you enough i'll give you a shot which I'm trying to get out of that because I've realized I missed out on a lot of great games by doing that. It's just they just don't have a platform to be shown. Yeah. And so it's like I've gone out of my way to try to look at indie games, but this is one where it's just like, all right, I'm. I feel like this is gonna have. I feel like it's gonna do well. Like I feel like it's gonna get enough people to get it and buy it. And I was like, I might have to check out some reviews, see how it does, and then I'll decide from there. As of right now, I might not get it, but it did catch my attention. Like when I asked you because I didn't have it on my list. But when I asked you what was Haven again, you said a boy and a girl right off the bat. I was like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's it's got that it's mind two space. characters. Yeah, yeah, and the, and it was turn based um, fighting mm-hmm. um, when they were fighting those monsters, mm-hmm. and then you can like while one character is is um, is attacking, the other one defends. It was it was. It was a turn based, but not exactly turn based. Yeah. Where it's not like, like for example, Pokemon, where it's your turn to attack, you could just sit there and wait all day. This yeah. is something where I, it looked like there was a little bit of urgency to it, where it's like you had to like prepare. It's like they're coming to attack, kind of like how uh, old school Final Fantasy VII was, where okay. it was just like you have to. Um, it's turn based in the sense that you take turns attacking, but they ain't gonna stop it's like they have to kind of build up their attack meter or whatever before they come at you in that game it looks like it's similar to that okay um yeah that's something i didn't notice because i don't know anything about final fantasy so that's all good all right next up neither do i but um (laughs) yeah but you know more games well hey man i'm learning about final fantasy now i'm becoming a big fan (laughs) um next game is uh crusader kings 3 yes and the yes. reason the reason why <laughs> this game was that caught my attention and was kind of like of a big like flashing light to me yeah was the story and like the concept right so this is yeah. a game set in Spain before it became Spain right you have yes. all these different kingdoms and then you're a kingdom that has two neighboring kingdoms that are ruled by your two brothers right so it's three brothers three kingdoms and when they're playing so the the way the game is is it's mostly strategic you're like clicking and like um setting things in motion but there's no action right as uh, as far as we've seen there's no action it's just yeah. straight up i want to do this i want to do that this how am i going to do it I'm for, for those of you that that don't know uh um think well henry this is specifically for you um think of it like civilization i know you're a fan of civilization it think of it in that aspect where it's like you see the the map and everything and you're trying to make the, what's the right call what's the decision but this is more in depth i'm sorry Aslan. yeah Go yeah ahead. so like one of the things they were doing is like they married this princess so they can get her kingdom's army and now they're trying to like kill the brother of one of the other kingdoms yeah and the way they're doing it is like it's like you, each person has like the special ability kind of so the guy that they were talking about his ability is intrigue and that lets you do certain things and yeah kind of like um in dungeons and dragons where you have like special um 
like attributes that bump up different things that you yeah. can do right so it has that uh, and then they were like trying to kill the brother and then you can bribe people in their court in the other person's court to yep. like help you and do all the shit and then i think you're I, th- I don't know if this is the goal but i think you're trying to take over everything and then become spain i think yeah. uh, that's what it, that's what it looks like i have a question though um maybe you noticed it and i didn't uh when you're playing as this one character is that do you do you have to be him or you get to be any of them i'm not sure i they said we start in this one kingdom so i think you do have to be okay you you start in that one place i'm i think that's how it is i'm not 100 percent sure okay um but yeah that's something i feel like it'd be there'd be much more replay value if you could play as different ones yeah yeah. different abilities and i feel like that'd be cool maybe that's just what they chose for that demo yeah it's Um, possible that's why i said i didn't catch it so but i I don't remember it being specifically said so it Uh, it could be you're right yeah uh, and that would be much better because then you can try to take spain in many different different ways yeah exactly you know Um, and one thing that that i thought was really cool is uh so you're talking about how they're different brothers and they're you're trying to you're trying to figure out how to plan an assassination so that you could become the rightful heir. There's actually a spot which I thought was really cool where it's like you get to see the 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 throne and it's like, all right, all the different heirs and like basically where you're at on that list. So it's like oh, at right. one point yeah, they yeah. drop down and you're just like, okay, these two guys are ahead of me. I need to get out. And it's like like you said, it's like kind of like a Game of Thrones type deal yes, yes. where it's just like I need to get rid of these two guys so I'm next in line. Yeah, it and it's you, like that message. It's lineage. so cool. It's so cool. Yes, yeah, the that was that was amazing. I um, was like, and it's funny because it's um, all right. So Crusader Kings three, um, I even put a little star next to it, uh, comes out September 1st, 2020. It's available on Windows, Mac and Linux. I'm not a PC gamer, Aslan, but this is one where it's like, you know what? Uh, I mess with the PC every once in a while. This is one where I might have to look into it. I yeah. might have to look into this. And if there's a multiplayer aspect, I'm gonna need you to get in on this. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> if uh, hopefully there's crossplay because then, well, we both have Mac, so we can get on the Mac. Well, I was thinking if if I do, because I've been thinking about messing with certain PC games, I might pick up uh, might pick up Windows. But when it comes to uh, PCs, I could be very wrong. I think crossplay was something that has just always existed. It's yeah. not like consoles where consoles are stupid. I could okay. be wrong about that, but I'm we can look sure. into it. B- yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. So the next game was Empire of Sin, coming for Absolutely. PC and console. I, PC, I wrote- PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Mac comes out autumn 2020. Yeah, so this one is uh, set in Chicago, right? Yeah. And we know about that. We yeah, know about Chicago. Oh yeah. Um, so this one's set in uh, like 20s Chicago? 1920s Chicago, yes. Yeah. And uh, you're pretty much, uh, it has Al Capone. It has like all the, you know, your famed mob bosses. Yep. You're, you are mob boss. And you, like the way they were doing it, they they went to this like um, this uh, priest. He yeah, paid they them. They picked this one Irish mob who's, a lot of his stuff comes from the the, the church. church, yeah. So it's like, so he got to speak to him, and they were doing him favors, and it, and yeah, it, it was there's great. a different, there's a whole bunch of mobsters you can play as. You can grow your crew. Um, I'm sure it has, it's gonna have to do stuff with territory. The the fighting, I think, is turn based. It looks like it, yeah. Yeah, some type of turn based um, fighting, and then uh, the that that main Irish guy, the um, I forgot what his uh, attack was called. Um, oh man it was it was, f- it was something cool too yeah uh, it was yeah, a crazy name it was. it's like um 
Shit, I'm, uh, I'm mad. I forgot about that. Uh, but I can't think of what it is. But it was something. Think of it in terms of like the sins of the father or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can't remember what it was. But it was a it was a really cool thing. And that's one where you can pick different mob bosses. I'd like the other game where we weren't sure of this yeah. one. You could play as different uh, people, and then you have different territories. You have different, um, I guess, gangs or affiliates that you can work with, stuff like that. And then you can hire people. Yep. It was. It looked fun. It looked great. Another uh, strategic one, game. One thing I just want to mention before I forget. So these, yes, they were part of the Guerrilla Collective, but they were kind of part of a sub thing called the Paradox Insider. I just want to yes. give a shout out to them because they had a cool wave. They were showing off their games at the table, and it was all pre-recorded. I feel like they did a really good job with that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Jan Silent Bob. Yes, this was during the Guerrilla Collective Day 2. Yeah. Jan Silent Bob, Chronic Blunt Punch, comes out August 15th, 2021. So we still got a little ways to go. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to talk about that one. Okay, so this game, um, it starts off with uh, Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I'm Kevin Smith. I like old games. Here's another game. <laughs> and they've made a few games here and there. Well, this one, it looked real cool. It was a um, side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. You know, and uh, think if you don't know what it means, think of, think of Streets of Rage, which is popular now. Think of the old Arcade Simpsons game, the old uh, Ninja Turtles game, the old X-Men game. Yeah. It's that, but Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. There you go. Why not? <laughs> um, you got anything? I mean, it looked cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see it. I got a few that were mentioned on day one. If you want me to mention real quick, yeah, go for it. All right, Head, uh, liberated. Yeah, um, I remember that one. I'm not. I'm not sure why I didn't write it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Liberated. Uh, it's it's coming to PC on Ju- in July 2020. I looked it up just a little bit uh, while we were talking, just to check. Unless I'm mistaken, it released on June 2nd on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. It's on Switch right now. Yeah, I see it on the Switch list that I have. Okay, so Liberated's on there. Uh, it's another one that's kind of like a noir style, uh-huh. but it's set in the panels of a comic book. So yes. it's like, as you're playing the game, you switch from one panel to another. Looks really cool. It's a, it's a pretty cool style. I like it. it I mean, other than that, it I, I mean, it kind of looks like kind of like typical side-scrolling game, but the, the comic book uh, aspect of it, the noir style of it, it, it looks... It stands out because of it. It looks interesting. Yeah. And it looks like there might be, hopefully, there's an interesting story. Yeah, hopefully. Um, One of the other games I was going to mention later, but uh, West of Dead. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. The game takes place in Purgatory. You're this, uh, you're this person that, is the skull on fire or just the skull? I think it's just the skull. Okay. Um, is, you're just a, this creature that's wait did you say if the skull is on on fire or just the skull yeah okay because i i I don't remember exactly i remember it's a skull i'm looking Um, i'm looking it up right now but you're this person with the skull um and then you're going around you're killing these monsters in purgatory like the person speaking he's saying like um this place is like like um I forgot exactly the wording that he says, but it's like, this is a bad place. All these souls are kind of like tormented and whatnot. They've become something different. And then you have like these boss battles, but you don't know what the actual story is. You don't know why this person's there. There's these other um, spirits or people in purgatory that are helping this person. You don't know why they're helping. You don't know um, 
you don't know much of the story. They showed a lot of the art style and like the game, some gameplay, and it looked very interesting. So that's that's a game like um like Haven where I want to get it, mm-hmm. but I need to see a little bit more of like uh, is the story going to be interesting? Like, yeah. Um, What's the details? Yeah, because otherwise it's kind of like I don't want to, you know. Well, one thing we do know is that it is voiced by Ron Perlman. Ooh. So, you know, take that, that for what you will. Yes, it is. Nice. Take that for what you will. And uh, I wasn't sure. I just looked it up. It is a twin stick shooter. It's a twin stick cover shooter. I'm not a fan of twin stick shooters. So right off the bat, I ain't going to do this. But yeah. the visually, it looks cool. Um have you ever, you know what a twin stick shooter is? Yeah, so like one stick is up, down, the other stick is left, right? Uh, no, it's usually, uh, usually or you have two guns, moves, oh. and each stick is a gun. Oh, no, So I've you're kind of like that. pointing around and shooting Yeah. with the thing. So it's like you aim and shoot. Or and it's, each it's trigger like is a shoot? Or? No, each, it depends on how they mess with it. There might be a trigger. Sometimes it's just when you move the gun, it starts shooting. Oh, so it, it all depends on how it is. I'm not a big fan of twin six shooters because, and you do get the full like 360 degree, like you can shoot all around you, yeah, or you run around. Um, but it's a twin stick cover shooter, which leads me to believe that you're not going to be shooting all the time. I figure, and they do show it where you have to take uh, cover, yeah. so you're not going to just be hiding behind a table shooting the table, you know? Yeah. So it's it's a little bit uh, like you said. There's not that much that's known about it. I guess if you want to check it out, you can look it up. But um. Yeah, no, I'm trying to look it up. No, I'm not sure. It's It has procedurally generated hunting grounds, too. So I guess every time you play, it's going to be a different level. Oh, interesting. So there's that. But like I said, it's not necessarily for me, but, you know, it looks interesting. Yeah. Um, um, I got a few more from day one here. Okay. Uh, Metal Hellslinger. Oh, yes. I remember this one. All right. So it's coming out uh, 2021, PS4, Windows, Xbox One, and next-gen consoles. It's a first-person rhythm shooter. Yeah. Um, it's funny because one, one thing online uh, called it uh, on DreadXP.com, they called it um, Demon's Demon's Revolution. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. the, the whole point of this game is you have to do everything to the beat. So you're shooting an enemy, you have to match the beat. You're, you're healing yourself, you're using this weird skull that does something, it does like magic spells or whatever. You have to move and do everything on, on the beat to get like an extra like XP modifier and stuff like that, and that's how you play the game. That's pretty much all there is to it. I mean, you're, you're supposed to be like this demon, you're in hell, you're shooting all these other demons, and you're trying to do stuff. Um, honestly, to me, it's not my type of game. It's like It reminds me a lot of Doom. Uh, I'm not a fan of Doom, or shooters for that matter. But I've always said that shooters themselves, they're boring, man. Um, I mean, if you're into shooters, you're into them. But at the end of the day, you pick up any first-person shooter, it's the same game. Whether it's Call of Duty, whether it's Star Wars Battlefront, doesn't matter. It's just different settings. You're out there, you're shooting a gun, you reload, and you shoot the gun. Yeah. This one is an interesting concept. Like, you're talking about Boyfriend Dungeon. They're taking something and they're meshing it with something else. And hey, let's see if it works. And that's I like, like I said, I like seeing stuff like that. And because of this, we might get something great out of it in the future. Hopefully, yeah. this works for them now. Yeah. But um, it was a real cool concept. Um. Yeah. And what else? Just die already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember exactly the trailer, but I remember seeing an old man that was naked. Yeah. There was somebody with 
half eaten by a shark. Yes. There's like a shark on top of him. What what uh, you need to know is uh you need to watch this trailer. Okay. Everybody needs to go out there and watch this trailer. It's called Just Die Already. It comes out on Windows, so I'm assuming it's only PC. Um in my notes here, it comes out summer 2020. In my notes, it says Old People Mayhem Sandbox. Because <laughs> they kind of said that it's it's supposed to be about a game where just like old people kind of just wreak havoc, you know, just existing. They kind of just screwed everything up. And then I have slash love for Kojima. Because I don't know if you remember this, Eslam. In the notes, uh, it, early on in the game, it said, um, Dear Hideo Kojima, please unblock my number. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then they show the trailer, and then afterward, there's like this whole like real like par- long paragraph thing where they describe it. I read the whole thing, and this guy's just like, "Hey, Hideo Kojima, so I made this game. Um, I made this other game that you thought was really cool or whatever. You liked it a lot. And I sent you a lot of messages, and you probably thought it was real weird. And it was like, hey, if you want, I hear that you like playing this other game. You can message me, or I'll DM you, and then we could just go on and we could just play this game. It's gonna be a great time." <laughs> That's not helping his case, but okay. <laughs> but it was hilarious. It was just like, you know what? This this seems interesting. Just die already. Looks hilarious. Oh my uh, god! That's all I got for. I mean, the name itself one. is amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't have these by day one, two or three. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, my next game is uh, Dreamscaper. Okay. Uh, the reason why I like this game a lot is because of the dual gameplay that you do. So, so the the concept of the one, game yeah. is that this girl goes into her bedroom, falls asleep, and then she falls into this dream world of hers, and then you're kind of going through this portal, and then you start fighting these like dream monsters and whatnot. And then when you when she wakes up, you have to do stuff while she's awake as well, right? So you're not only in this dream world; you're you have like this dual, um, like mission on both sides that you have to do. Um, this might be a game that deals with mental health. Okay. Not sure. Uh, I think they explained a little more, um, in the game, but I, I love the concept, right? That you're both like, you're going into this dream world and then you're becoming this thing, this hero or whatnot. And then mm-hmm. in the real world, they didn't show what happens a lot in the real world, but, uh, they showed more what's in, you know, cause it's called dreamscaper. So yeah. I'm pretty sure the the majority of the time you're going to be in the dreamscape world, but it's an interesting concept. Um, and, and yeah, I, this is one, another one that it's like, I want to see a little bit more, but I am very, very interested. Yeah, it seems like cool. Uh, seems like a cool idea. It's something, uh, I've seen in like certain comics and stuff like that. I feel like it's a video game that would work. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember much of it, uh, but yeah, it seems like a cool idea. Yeah. Um, the, the, the other one is called the Falconeer mm-hmm. and it's pretty much this, these people riding on giant birds and you're dog fighting in the sky. Yeah. And then there's like these creatures that kind of look like dragons and then you fight them too. Like, I don't know if there's, uh, what the story is or, um, if there is one, <laughs> yeah. Or if there is one, um, maybe it's just you're beating levels and that's about it. But it looked interesting just because it's giant birds and then there was things that look like dragons so it's kind of like caught my attention see i'm I'm not the biggest animal guy and there's birds you're dog fighting and there's dragons so it's like yeah. yeah you lost me 
So it's just like this something like if it has a story, I'll definitely jump on. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, then it's kind of like I might just watch a little bit here and there about it and then I'll be done with it. You know what? Like I said, with all these games, whether I like them or not, I hope they do well just because they're indie games. I want them to succeed. Even if I'm not going to play it, I hope it finds its audience. Yeah, same. Um, these people put a lot of work into these games. Absolutely, and it's not easy it pays to make off. a game. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? I got Paradox Insider. Okay, Future Game Show. Um, there were three games here. I just want to run through real quick. Uh, they had this one game called We Are Dustborn. It comes out for PC, next gen, and twenty twenty one. Um, it's an adventure game. It's story driven, and the cool thing is, words are your weapons. Oh, so uh, they showed a little bit in the gameplay. Um, I remember watching this one a few days ago, so I don't remember how much I remember. But you're playing as this one girl, and they show parts where it's the game is very much story focused. You're talking to people and doing this that, and the other, and then any enemies come at you. And at one point, she shouts something like "no" or "stop," and then you see as she says it, the words like appear, and then it's like this gust of wind kind of like pushes them back and shoves them back. I was like, it's a pretty cool concept, and they're basically kind of like this band that's just driving cross country, just trying to, just trying to live, you know. But <laughs> and then this one, she's just she's got this weird uh, ability. Um, what else? Future Game Show also had this game called Waking, which uh, maybe not for me, but it seems cool. Uh, comes out on Steam, Xbox One on July 18th, which means it's out now. Um, it's set in a coma. Um, so what you do is you're in a coma. Mm-hmm. You have to explore your mind and fight to stay alive. Oh, that's actually so, very cool. Really cool concept. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't know if the game... I remember gameplay a little... Um, I don't know if it was for me or not. I'm going to have to watch it again because now as I'm talking, I was like, man, I would like this. <laughs> but um, it's a really cool idea. So um, this person's stuck in a coma and basically to survive, they have to fight their way out of it. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool idea. Um, there's this other game called Made of Scare, S-K-E-R. comes out for PC, Switch, Xbox One, PS4 in July. It's a survival horror game. All the enemies coming after you are blind. You mm-hmm. have to be silent. And there's parts where it's like silent in this thing of like you see somebody come by, you have to actually hold your breath and see how long you can hold it for. Because the moment you start like breathing, whatever, they're going to come at you. Um, it was a really cool idea. It made me think of um, Last of Us. There's uh, yeah. these enemies called Clickers. Where they are blind and they go off a of sound. They click like bats. That's why they're called clickers. That's how they see. Yeah. It. And uh, it, it reminded me of that, except they don't click. And uh, you have to try to maneuver your way around. So I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Uh, that's all I got for future game show. You got any more? Yeah, Edono Yami. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a, a it's Japanese. Um, <laughs> definitely yeah it deals with like oni and stuff um i don't i don't remember much but i what i do remember is it looked interesting enough for me to write it down um we were talking about this beforehand i didn't remember it so i looked it up i believe it was also a twin stick shooter oh yeah it looked like it uh i could be wrong about that but it's kind of like once i see twin stick or something that might look like twin stick my mind kind of shuts off it's like eh. yeah but like i said hey hopefully it does well um oh before i forget persona 4 golden is out on steam they announced this during that and that's a huge deal persona 4 well you guys heard me talk about persona 5 like crazy great game uh persona 4 a lot of people say is you know better um 
Some people say it's not. But it was uh, it was a great game back on the PS3. Then they came out with the Persona 4 Golden, which is like the special edition, like Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. But this was on um, PlayStation Vita. Since not a lot of people bought a Vita, a lot of people didn't get a chance to play it. But the people who did said this is one of the greatest. This is definitively supposed to be the greatest game to come out for the PlayStation Vita. The fact that it's now on Steam is a very big deal. So I might be looking into this because I've always wanted to try it, but I didn't have a Vita. So it's out now, and my notes say, Persona, need I say more? <laughs> so, Persona 4 Golden. What else, what else, what else? Oh, there's going to be a Side Night and Happiness game called Side Night Happiness Freak Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Side Night and Happiness is hilarious. They are a comic uh, thing that they have YouTube videos. They're funny. Um, it's coming out on Steam, maybe on Switch. It looks like uh, the Stick of Truth and the Fractured But Whole uh, uh, South Park games. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you uh, did say what I think you said because yeah. I was like, it sounded like you said Fractured But Whole, but well, uh, then you said South because, Park, and now it's remembered. because it's fractured, but it's whole. Get yeah. it? So it's fractured but whole. If you yeah. hear anything else, you just have a dirty mind. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what I have because somebody got their butthole fractured. <laughs> Balls uh, deep. Skatebird, Skatebird was showed off. Comes out early 2021. I've been watching this game for years now. I, I want it. I want to be a bird and ride a skateboard. That's long. Oh this. yeah, I remember that one. Uh, comes out Switch, Xbox One, Windows, PC, Mac, Linux, just everything. It comes out on everything. Nice. Uh, yeah. Do you have any more? No, I'm done. All right. Uh, last couple. Mafia Definitive Edition. I we talked about this on there on here before. They showed it off and they showed off the actual Mafia One remake. Looks amazing. Rogue Lords, where you're the devil. Um, it's a tactical tactical turn based combat game where you have different like um, legendary like evil people uh, working for you. So you have people like Bloody Mary and Baron Samedi working for you. That comes out uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Steam. And last one, Forgotten City. Uh, open world murder mystery game comes out for the Xbox One, Windows, and Winter 2020. The thing is, you go back in time. It's set in I don't have it. It's set in what I think was I'm not even gonna say I don't remember. Maybe it's Roman times. I don't remember. You go back in time to this world where people are like turned to gold, and the thing is, you go back. You only have one life. Um, you have to try to figure out what this mystery is. But you, once you get killed, you go back to the same starting point, but you retain the knowledge that you learned in your previous playthrough. So as you're going out, you're trying to solve the mystery, and you already know, okay, I know I got this information from this person. I don't need to go this way. Besides, this person's going to kill me. Let me go take this route instead. Yeah. It was a pretty cool idea. Um, I thought it was interesting. And that's all I got for everything Guerrilla Collective and PC Game Show and all that stuff. Nice. Um, so overall, cool games. <clears throat> Yeah, there was a lot of cool games. Like I said before, there was um, it's all like interesting eight bit and arcade games. If that's your thing, go check them out. Um, they announced a shit ton of games. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I I got nothing more to say. I kind of <laughs> you know. Um, support indie games. Uh, that's yes. that's one thing I gotta say. Uh, if you have a Nintendo Switch, which you probably do, I think everybody does at this point. Um, I said it, man. That's the indie machine. Like, uh, look up different indie games. Just 
they have they call them nindies the ones that are specifically on nintendo <laughs> nindies i like that but uh yeah look it up like celeste is the first one that comes to mind it's on multiple consoles i played it on the switch it uh it was in contention for game of the year in a year where there was a lot of great games just a few years ago it has that 8-bit style that you're talking about or 16-bit mm-hmm. maybe and it's pretty difficult but that game like it it's a great game the soundtrack is phenomenal visually it looks great even though it's in that style uh great concept it's a platformer but it's challenging but not too too challenging like it gets hard but it then tells you like hey don't give up like the first time i've ever seen a game where it's just like the game is about this girl trying to climb this mountain and she wants to give up and you're playing this hard game and you want to give up and the game keeps telling you it's like you almost got it like just do a little bit more if you want you can make it easier but keep it on this level. You almost have it. I think you can do it. And I remember beating the game on the regular hard level or whatever. I was just like, you know, it was a pretty cool pretty cool game. So nice. check that out. There's a lot of cool games like that. A lot of indie games. Yeah, so like Dan said, um, support indie games. Uh, go check out the Guerrilla Collective. Um, go check out EA. Go check out all the video games on... Check out that Pokemon Smile. Yeah, IGN, um, Summer Game Fest uh all those platforms oh i've been meaning to say this for the longest time summer game mess is a thing that jeff grubb follow him on twitter you know how we're trying to keep track of everything that's happening in the video game world yeah he's doing it for us nice jeff grubb he goes out there and he's just like he has a list and he updates it almost daily on twitter um and he knows some stuff in the video game industry like he's a pretty well-known guy so it's like he's talking about all these other things like he's predicted some things it's uh just look up summer game mess on twitter Mm -hmm. and he has everything listed with the dates even after everything got postponed he's got it all listed for you right there oh that's everybody everybody who's trying to keep up with all the video game news because it's all over the place just look up summer game mess on twitter jeff grab's gonna gonna give it to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah he is um thank you for listening And as always, have a great week.